Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hear ye, hear ye. It's week four of the NFL season. And we're basically a bunch of Willy Wonkas on this uh, channel to, or on the show today. We're giving away four tickets to the underdog uh, Super Puppy Bowl, Super Dog Bowl. Dog Bowl is what it is. It's a live final there in yeah, Miami. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, this is what they get, right? Uh, so the Dog Bowl in Miami, the qualifier, we're going to be drafting a dog bowl call for on here. We're also still going to be going through positions. We're going to get the guys uh, thoughts on this week. And, and also Pete, uh, I've got some words for Pete. So uh, stick around. It's a swole cast here on rotogrinders.com. You see the static from the swole cast? I was like, yep, that's me. I just want you guys to know I'm total dust. I'm the problem. Hear ye, hear ye. Leave it to the guy with the crypto dunes, Abby, to not understand content. <laughs> I should have known you getting 30 likes was directly written by someone else. <laughs> you know me, I don't do a, a ton of research before the show. I've put no research into this, don't know if it's true at all. You're but on the right show. To it, bro. <laughs> live a little. Live a little. Just live a little, guys. All right, welcome to the Swolecast here on RudderGrinders.com. David Kitchen, a.k.a. Soccer Dave, a.k.a. Willy Wonka today. Again, each of us giving away tickets to this underdog dog bowl. I want to call it the puppy bowl, but it's not. It's the dog bowl. So with that being said, guys, how's it going? Davis, we'll start with you. You know, it's uh, it's going good. I'm trying to wash the shame off myself of playing a 38% owned Josh Kelly in tournaments last week. Um, you can get a lot of things right, but when you play 38% on Josh Kelly, you just got to eat it. You got to wear your dunce cap. So I'm wearing I'm wearing the dunce cap this week. Yeah. Man, last week was a, another brutal week. I will say this. It was good for 
for the best ball teams. And that was what I was clinging to by the end of the day. And that's how you know that was a bad DFS day. Uh, Tuttle, fresh off the uh, UCL and soccer projections, tennis projections. Saw the guy was doing tennis projections at 10 p.m. at night for like a, a midnight slate. I mean, just grinding out here. Tuttle, how's it going? It's going all right. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a company man now. So yep. I do what uh, Better Collective wants me to do. Uh, right. Last week, like you said, I was I was too busy name matching. I mean, there's guys like named like Jao Pedro um, that play soccer, right? But FanDuel decides they need to list their whole name, like Jao Pedro, De Albuquerque, De Hernandez, Francis, and things like that. And so I, I was spending my time willingly and glowingly and just loved doing it, matching his yep. name to FanDuel so that we, he would be in our uh, optimizer for UCL. Don't have to do that this week. Probably have to do it again next week, so that'll be fun. <laughs> and uh, speaking of next week, I also will not be on the show. Yes, it will be in the land of Mickey Mouse. Hope that no one recognizes me again this time because it's really awkward for me and my family when fans come up to me at Disney World. So, oh, you're not uh, just I thought it was just you and Britt Divine who are gone. No, no, it's it's, uh, it's it's me and the fam. And if you if, honestly, if you see me, please come up, say hey, and uh, I will get the picture this time. Pete, how's it going? I was doing good, was really excited for this show. And then I heard that you yeah. had words for me and now I'm kind of shaking in my boots in anticipation. Yeah, I've, I have uh, a few words. You know, this is a forward thinking show, but on the close your eyes experiment, oh, you remember God. who last week was? Probably some dusty old veteran who's massively probably, probably expectations. Probably it was Adam. It was sustain. Adam. <laughs> feeling is who it was before that was the dusty old James did you play Connor. him kitchen what's that i did play did him you play? uh i did he didn't do anything for my lineup because i didn't have any uh vikings in there but or no i'm sorry any dolphins in there but uh yeah that was uh that's what that's what was so frustrating about last week and then on FanDuel, 53 percent of people had like mostert in cash and he wasn't even in really a consideration for me. And so even though I chose right on like the other plays, it didn't even matter. Fish got there with Mostert. So um, what, was it, know. was it fishy to play Mostert? You tell me. I, I mean, you're the, you're I, the I gill cast. I, 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 I don't think I, it was, I, I don't think it was fishy. It was just like when one, when you can make like four mistakes and that one person covers all those mistakes it's not it's not fishy. It's just that like when you play other fish moves, most are covers all those. But, other but a fish guy moves. a guy scover a guy scores so many points that it doesn't matter what the two v two is. The other side of the two v two could add zero, and it right. doesn't matter. Sure, I get it. It could be a three v three, yeah, and then the other two are dead. But if you get the guy with the fifty burger, it just covers so much ground. So um you know that's that's kind of how how it was last week where where are you guys kind of on these offenses now that we have three weeks of data be really nice if the chiefs had a good wide receiver would just be ever like it feels like everything i mean if only they I, knew if only they knew this was an issue it feels it feels like to me the story of this season is going to be the story of the old uh, David Johnson Le'Veon Bell seasons where where uh, you know team team Jam'em in is returning 
where Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill are the are the team jamma men's. And there are going to be a lot of weeks where you are excluded from winning if you don't have one of them. Yeah. And this week, Pete, we have Miami and Buffalo. Yep. So are you going to be fading that game, game theory? Uh, Well, you know, I haven't seen what the uh, ownership projections are yet. I haven't put on my gal brain hat quite here but I, I i'm a new man you know i, I played uh, a vikings double stack and just the chalkiest of all chalk uh dusty stacks last week so who knows maybe i'll just eat some more is that is that sim was that sim influenced uh yeah 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 I, a lot it's, of this uh, is covered in the oversets overview too just by the way uh, you know what let's uh let's just go ahead and get into it uh <laughs> with today's oversets overview Got that dog in a foot. Got that dog in a foot. Over Come on. Wow, Rob monetized. Put monetized. Work updated over Zets overview. You love to see it. I'm feeling hyped. Mm, feeling yeah. hyped. Um. Everyone here should be hyped, too. We're starting 30 minutes earlier today and going forward. The premier first look show will now have an extra 30-minute head start on all of the other lazy DFS operations out there who wait until later in the week to dive into a game that is heavily dependent on injuries, practice reports, and news. So the Swolecast will always have you covered now 30 minutes earlier. Thank God Tuttle is back so we don't have to stoop so low to have Karain on again. Tuttle, happy to have you. <laughs> Brutal having Karain on last week. Unfortunately, though, for Tuttle, as Kitchen did mention, we will be drafting an underdog team on today's show. So, Tuttle, you can run, but you can't hide, buddy. <laughs> the uh, the Swolecast, we got dusted last week in the Royal Caribbean Weekend Throwdown Contest. Despite having Herbert and Big Mike in our lineup, You can blame Joshua Kelly for that, uh, who is shaping up to be the biggest rug since Kitchen Shill board ape tennis shoes to his loyal (laughs) newsletter followers. What a rug. Uh, In other news, a Roto Grinder sub duped himself to win first and second place in the Millie Maker on DraftKings this week. In an interview with Andrew Means, he admitted to self-identifying more as a run pure sports sub. Duping himself. Wow. A stock it, photo of it's and it's and it's Andy means not Andrew means. No, we go by I'm on a I don't know him that well, kitchen. Um <laughs> okay. a stock photo of Kevin James became a popular meme this week on X. If I had more time, I would have photoshopped Kitchen's head on it and tweeted a caption about Deshaun Watson. It's a free idea <laughs> for anyone out there. Um, all right. I, everyone, I'm not going to talk for the next three minutes while I get to <laughs> Please do. Um, Davis Maddock is all in on friend tech. He literally just sent out a post that Swolecast was going live to his friend tech uh, followers. The kid is out here saying GM to anyone in earshot while he siphons ETH on the, off the platform to buy more so rare cards. We're all on to you, Davis. I haven't withdrawn yet. That's how much of a believer I am. Well, Here's the thing. I would I would withdraw, but you have to bridge it to the base Ethereum chain, and that just seems like too much work. Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't even gotten that far yet. That is good to know. I guess I'll just buy another key to your room with my, my liquid ETH on there. Um, I didn't win in week three 
which means the Sims don't work and I'm back to being a brain player. I'm going to ask Petty Theft to take me under his wing, teach me how to use this brain of mine to play DFS. And uh, this week we uh, have one game with a total over 50. It's the Miami don't call him A-Chains facing off against the Buffalo. The Sims say it's actually okay to play our Chalk D Bills. Uh, Back to you, Dave. This has been the Oversets overview. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, and I did talk about uh, Amari Cooper last week too. That Titans pass funnel defense. Mm. So I, I'm, uh, you know what? Uh, objection overruled. Jerome Ford, nineteen point eight DraftKings points overruled. Soccer Dave overruled. He got there on one pass, basically one he scored, pass. He scored. He scored twice. Overruled. Overruled. Not giving Titans you this did one. not show up. They did, did not show up. So uh, yeah, I will take I'm it. Sure, so Joe Mixon will be the it. one to to bust the run funnel narrative this <laughs> year. Pass funnel narrative. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into. Should we just go ahead and start drafting our uh, our dog bowl qualifier? And then um, Pete, if you want to do the math there, and then uh, so let's just enter it. I mean, you do the math before the show starts. Uh, now yeah. we just I I, I I entered. Oh, I have to I'm set in. rankings. Two people left. Rankings. Get in kitchen. Get in Tuttle. Oh, set rankings. Oh, my God. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, in. I'm, in. I'm in. I'm in. Drafting starts soon. Oh, I'm not <laughs> in. Seriously, <laughs> kitchen. kitchen. I didn't set rankings. Unreal. I no, you know what? You know what, Dave? This actually works better yeah. because now you won't be auto drafting anyone, so you can yeah. you can you can just vibe here. You know what? And I'm gonna I'll just get the next one, and you guys can uh, see. I honestly, it was gonna be too EV for me in that draft, anyways. You're, yeah, you're I'm actually Wonka, and we are the kids touring the chocolate. But this is why I wanted to do the math too. Like we should have done it with only three people. Don't left don't us and... don't do the no. math when this is clearly on you for just being a shit show with anything involving administrative stuff with this show. Yeah. No, this is a thing where you have to step right. No objection overruled again. Who's this? Uh, who's this fish bad, drafting though. fourth without a without a badge? Yeah. Wow. No badge. Maybe less tennis projections, more drafting. Tuttle, get that badge on here. <laughs> All right, I'm All trying right. to I'm trying to get a good soccer day Photoshop okay. going here. <laughs> I can only imagine uh, your Photoshop skills. Can we just set the table for this live final event, though? Shout out to um, Underdog t- uh, Team for giving us uh, just uh, tickets that will be used. I will use my ticket, um, and then also uh, everyone else that are listening. So we're going to give four tickets on today's show. Mm-hmm. We're going to give two tickets to some comments. We're going to have a social media contest and give two tickets on there. But uh, Pete, as the underdog spokesperson, would you consider yourself the unofficial spokesperson for underdog? No, they don't ask me to do commercials. That's Norris. That's Settleman, whose yeah. sources remain undefeated, by the way. Uh, <laughs> no, no. no. I, Why wasn't Settlement in your intro? Settlement should I, have been I in forgot. your intro. I completely that forgot. Was... That was a huge oversight by me. Oh, him saying that Burrow was going to start but not finish, according to his sources, was classic. <laughs> just, just you you, know, a... you know when J-Mac has the uh, ratio reply that you're in uh... in tough scenes right there. <laughs> yeah, Rough waters. 
That was a tweet where Elon got me. Yes, I will hit the hamburger menu and hit view uh, post engagements here uh, for sure to see what people were saying on that one. But this is a battle royale. So, um, Pete, go ahead and it's just not. set the table. It's not a battle this. royale. It's it is. Uh, different. No, it's not. Uh, battle royales involve uh, six drafters. This is a 12 uh, person. Okay, it's a battle royale format as far as like you're going against everybody. This is according to their own tournament landing page. You're going against everybody, not just the everybody. people in your own league. And I'm just telling you that underdog drafters have a much different connotation for what battle royale means. But yes, this is a, a one week tournament. This is for week four. And it's different in that this is a live qualifier tournament. So it's essentially winner take all for the top three. You get that ticket punch it to miami multiple guys from the deposit kingdom have already won nez from the badge bros uh one in week two and uh yeah we are drafting uh one quarterback and you can have one running back two wide receivers one tight end and one flex so once you take your quarterback and tight end um i guess you can take multiple tight ends if you wanted to go bully tight end in the flex but uh generally it's one quarterback one tight end and then you can choose how you want to allocate your flex to running back or wide receiver. Davis, how, um, how unique are you getting with your draft? I mean, I would Is say it just like your regular of, takes that are, you know, pretty out there. I would say probably like the biggest thing to be doing is just look at obvious spots where projections are going to be within a point, point and a half of each other, but the ADP will be fairly like, Probably the easiest spot would be at tight end. So, like, let's say, for example, Dallas Goddard is going to be drafted in 100% of these, whereas Dalton Kincaid, maybe you scroll down a little bit further, Donald Parham maybe gets drafted in 50% oh. um, or, or something something along those lines, which is uh, the badge bros have this mantra, scroll the F down. It's literally as simple as it sounds, which is in a 17-week season, you are – going to, especially with how strong ADP is, you're going to be wrong versus the market quite a bit. You are much more likely to be right versus the market in a one game sample where the ADP is also a much smaller sample. Okay. The so other thing I would say that's you, different yeah. from the battle Royales is when you only have 36 players being drafted, you really do have like you, obviously you want to stack your quarterback with wide receiver most of the time, but otherwise you just want to hit all the one-off nut plays. Like yeah. last week it was like, Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill. Uh, yeah. Whereas in this format where we're seeing um, 72 players get drafted, I do think you can lean into correlation a little bit more, a little game stack, try to hit um, on uh, less things. You have to get less things right uh, just having this many drafters. Teto, how's it feel to be in an underdog draft? We got Davis saying ADP. Uh, you're in the draft, so... It's it's nice to see a better. Uh, it's nice to be, see the better design than DraftKings. I'll give you that. Since <laughs> DraftKings was my only best fall experience this uh, this summer. Um, yeah, I have no idea how to approach this, and I wasn't really listening to Davis or or uh, yeah. or, or Pete there. <laughs> you you and everybody else. I asked Davis how unique, and he just gives a five minute monologue, and basically it's just play uh, whoever you should get you pretty unique within reason. Yeah, you should get. Yeah, pretty neat. How about that? Does that work? What do we think about? Yeah. Uh, what do we? What do we think about double stacks? 
I that's what I was just addressing. I think it's yeah, I know you were talking about stacks, but is it yeah the the double? I think that's bad. That's that's kind of what I was getting. Let's not with the dolphins. Let's have sure. Let's have a, a, a overall conversation as far as stacking goes and bringing back. Because now we're seeing like certain sims saying that like bringbacks aren't necessary for, uh, you know, for your stacks. Like you don't have to have a bringback. Your thoughts on that, Davis? Like w- when you hear that, is your world rocked? I mean, I think a fairly interesting thing that we are learning as people are digging so deep into these sims is that bringbacks are a little bit overvalued that really no matter which way you slice and dice the sim stuff you can't really draw a real strong correlation or a real strong projection impact from the bringbacks and i think one of the explanatory variables for why bringbacks were so successful for so long is the best players were doing them quite a bit so you were more likely to have yeah. high quality lineups with bringbacks in them so does this change your week 17 best ball not to get too deep into best ball stuff but does, you, does this change week 17 where you have to have a bring back in like a game that you stack? No, I still think the the thesis there, because one, it's a different activity, but two, you're also just sort of playing on game environment. Like you wouldn't want to bring back in a 38 total, but you'd really like one or you'd like one more in a 48 and a half point total. All right. Um, let's talk about quarterbacks real quick. To, I just want to say thank you to Pete for making that decision easier on me. But taking Waddle, yeah. I think double stacks is today. bad with the with the field size as big as it is. I do think most of the time, but if there if I was going to make one single exception, it'd be like the greatest offense we've ever seen that is so hyper condensed and just scored yeah. seventy points. That would be yeah. my exception. The outlier. Boy, let's talk about quarterback this week, um, Davis. Who are some of your top QB options? Well, I think um, I just this season, the story of my season is I'm just going to be destined to play Lamar Jackson at uh, <laughs> at right about 3% owned. Um, and last week, I would have used the second highest scoring quarterback in the main slate, but it didn't matter because Mark Andrews had like five and a half points. So I, I think that's just going to be the tale of my season. Um, yeah. Again, another spot for him against the Browns. We're like, sure, their defense is good. I don't care at all. You know, the, this this week has been a great week for people tweeting out insane Browns defensive stats. Doesn't really matter to me. Um, I do feel with Allen and Tua getting so jammed as a result of that game environment that there is going to be a nice little avenue to play, you know, Hertz and A.J. Brown with a Washington football team guy. Uh, and actually Anthony Richardson against the Rams. I mean, 5 6% ownership on him. And he's really just the same thesis as Lamar, just with less of a ceiling. I, I would say Richardson's probably my favorite right now. Ooh. Pete, quarterbacks? Yeah. Um, I do like that uh, that Rams-Colts game has one of the better totals on the slate. I think you can even play it on the other side, too, with Matthew Stafford uh, in that in that spot 5700 i kind of want to go back to puka too i know he disappointed uh people so i don't know i still like this people are people are wondering when big when big puka will capitulate on our short king yeah um i'm I'm not ready to uh to give up on puka yet um yeah the the other ones there too i i will say another surprisingly high total this bears broncos game has a 46 point total i mean, mean 
It kind of makes sense, though, when you think about it. It's just like traditionally yeah. the Bears and Broncos haven't been like, you know, bad defenses that let a lot of points in. But both of these teams, too, are can be explosive, right? Like we've seen mm-hmm. Denver be very explosive. I mean, can we get just Marvin Mims up to a goddamn 50% snap share? And no, just what under, under, under no scenario is that happening. But can't you close your eyes, Dave, and picture, you know, Marvin Mims and Justin Fields alternating uh, big yes. plays here in this game going crazy? Uh, I, I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. I was going to ask about Fields and, like, going to ask Tuttle as far as what he thought ownership would be on Fields because it just seems like everybody's off of him right now, like in the NFL and fantasy world. And Would you Bears rather play world. Lamar at three percent or Fields at three percent? Fields isn't even to the point of be, of getting a real discount. He's sixty six hundred. Like it's not even like when you play yeah. Deshaun Kaiser for fifty one hundred or whatever. Yeah, no one's gonna. And that's why I was asking Tuttle. Is I don't think anyone's gonna play him. Wasn't he like yeah. the quote unquote sharp tout last last week? Yeah, against the Chiefs, Fields. Well, well, we had I mean, that I'll, I'll comment say, that he said he was going to get back to his like instincts, which we thought would be like running. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll say I did exactly what everyone's doing now. Last year, I saw him on an island game against the Washington Commanders, not like look competent at all and just like take sacks left and right. And then he just absolutely ruined me for like the next four weeks. So I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I know when Justin Fields is going to have a good game. What I will say is he's still put up fairly competent fantasy points performances the last two weeks and he's playing like shit. So if you're having that kind of floor um, and we know what he can do when he can run the ball, like I'm not going to take some stance against him. I think he's probably not a very good professional QB, but he's pretty dang good for fantasy. What are your thoughts on Deshaun Watson this week, Tuttle? Oh, he's trash. No. Oh. <laughs> he's trash. I, I mean, we're just we're just talking lesser not, versions of Lamar and Fields what, at this it's point. It's not what Kevin James with his hands in his pockets wanted to hear. That is not that is not the that is not the direction that Soccer Dave wanted you to go there. Well, By the way, my head projections... trimmed. I apologize. That's a personal <laughs> problem. Uh, Deshaun Watson is, I looked at our projections, third as far as both in points per dollar and value goes. So, um, I mean, I don't, yeah. why are we even like, it's just going to be whichever one of Tua or Josh Allen scores more points, and I'm not going to play either one of them. And then I'm going to be sitting there on Sunday night and be like, oh, the fish win again. The fish played the quarterback with a 53 total. I can't believe it. We also have Jalen Hurts. He's I mean, he's the play. Is anybody I mean, going to talk about him? I mean, I just did about ninety seconds ago, but yeah, he's he's definitely the guy. Because yeah. the Eagles' pass defense is is been bad. I mean, they've let every quarterback go up against them pass like above their baseline. I hate and how then, sharp the Anthony Richardson pick was from uh, from Pete there. Hey, were you nice. were you trying to push him? Oh no, you already have Tua. I have Tua. Um, yeah. he's gonna be the, the other guy. I ran so it, we're so early in the week because this is a, a first look show. Yeah, that is nice and early, and nobody else is doing it. But um, as a result, projections are in a very fragile yeah. state to start the week. Sure. And before the show, I went and aggregated projections from across the industry in the most uh, shown up 
QB in those aggregates was uh, Gardner Minshew. What? Who people have yet to adjust that Anthony Richardson's probably going to be playing this well, week. Well, big big NFL, have you guys heard this? Big NFL is like, I don't know if you can go back to Richardson at this point. Like, there was already like... They're pushing guys. that? No way. Yeah. There's yes. no, yes. no multiple, chance. I mean, not like real analysts, but like, you know, guys who used to be coaches and stuff on like CBS are saying like, I don't know if you can go back. Minshew, you know, Minshew mania. I'm about it's, to auto-draft, I mean, guys. I have no idea what to do here. <laughs> All right, I didn't. I, I, I got, the, taken, I got the Gerald Everett. You should have taken Kincaid. Kincaid was already taken. Oh, by damn. our sharp. All right, co-host here. Let's. Uh, I like Everett. Let's just, no, Everett's good. Let's recap your teams real quick. Uh, Pete has J. Jeff from the two slot. Uh, then Jalen Waddle, James Cook, Anthony Richardson, and Dalton Kincaid. So. Um, big on the Bills, just without Josh Allen. Yeah, should well, Najee Richardson Harris even be proxy. drafted? Should no. Najee Harris even be drafted in this format? No, no. Like he's got Unless an ADP. You're... People are taking him. I think you need uh, Tuttle Davis to two two six six more rounds uh, to get Najee Tuttle, in there. <laughs> Tuttle stacks Reek with Tua. Then goes Josh Jacobs, George Pickens. And Gerald Everett. I was going to ask about uh, Hugh, that Pittsburgh-Houston game because both offenses look, you know, competent last week. And, and no. there is some, the Steelers, some the Steelers formula not, for shootout. Yeah, the, no. the Steelers David, are not competent, but the Stroud is. Um, Stroud, Houston he is, competent. but I, in my opinion, D'Amico Ryans has been waiting for this spot where he can just play some good old-fashioned smash mouth football like i bet the game plan that they installed for the jaguars was far more pass heavy than this like you know than the actual score line indicated this week install which they would have done yesterday would have been like we are beating this team 19 to 14 we are running the ball down their throats like it is not a good passing week for them either team really i think if the if the steelers defense wasn't so good like Heads would be rolling in Pittsburgh right now with how bad things would be. Well, they they were also up big early, and they just took their foot completely off the gas in the fourth. And I guess that might be a concern against this Houston team. But if I think they're, they're three point dogs, David, to Houston, a three point oh. or road faves. Yeah, my bad. I thought you were saying the other way around. Say. No, I'm saying Pittsburgh, they were up uh, 23 to 7 last week and then just did nothing for the remainder of the game. But there is some explosive potential there from Pickens, specifically. Uh, old Fryermuth got a touchdown as well. So, uh, not nothing there. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a as, good test for Stroud, I yeah. think, against uh, a better defense here. And then Davis goes Pollard, can't quit him. Uh, Mark Andrews, Debo. Can't, can't quit the Brock. guy who leads the NFL in expected points. You know me. Brock Purdy. Just, I can't quit him. Tutu. Dude, Tutu I don't, is a baller, man. Yeah. I Can you uh, believe they said he stepped out on that touchdown? I mean, that, that felt was, very that, tar- that felt very targeted at me that they didn't just count that. So yeah. no one cares about this, but... I did win both of my main leagues last last week on that final play. One, I had two two, 
my home league. The other I had Stafford in the RG league. So um I love that you, Dave. This show, this show, I mean, we've said we've had a lot, we've had a lot of lows on this show, but Dave touting yeah. a win where he started Matt Stafford in the RG league is like pretty yeah. hard. Down it's a 14, it's show. a 14 team league. Oh, it's a 14 team league. This story just got a whole lot more interesting. And I drafted <laughs> cup and Taylor in this league. So I need, I, you know, I'm just trying to get to week five here. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to running backs. Unless you guys have any other hot takes, Tuttle, any other hot takes at quarterback? Sorry. was on mute. No. Um, like I said, I think Anthony Richardson's kind of like the guy as long as he suits up. I looked at the slate. I, I have similar sentiments to Davis here. Like I looked at the slate um, to prep for the show, and it's like the slate sucks um, mm -hmm. because it's basically just jam Miami and Buffalo, or you don't do that, and then you're just in a fetal position for the whole uh, first set of games and hoping nobody goes off. Um, nothing too much to add. I, I do have a... I, I had a bad take. Uh, Burrow was the bad take. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, pre that's pretty bad. I mean, I like pass funnel. Immobile yeah, yeah. Burrow. I, I can't believe David hasn't jumped on this one, though, right? Yeah. I mean. Why? They're the funnel Titans. Pass funnel. Pass Titans. funnel, man. Yeah. Pass funnel. Yeah, but did you watch that game? The way he was limping when he actually Yeah, he can't move, move very well, but. Yeah. If, I mean. Nobody's gonna I be mean, playing I, him. He's sixty six hundred. I, th I think sixty six. He's, he's not a bad price. Whatever it is. Yeah, I'm um, probably I, rather. The, the problem is he hasn't fallen as much as I thought he would. Where you could do like a, a fairly cheap burrow double. Um, yeah, but I think you just use him with one. This this Tennessee offense is so abysmal. I just don't think you have to do a lot to win this game. And so, um, you know, if this would be probably where you would want to have some sort of bring rare bring back with a Titans player because you would have to have someone go off for him to do anything for Burrow to do anything. Cause right now it's just like, if you score 14 points, you're going to beat the Titans. Their offense is so bad. The offensive line is so bad. Uh, I'd probably rather play Purdy over him against Arizona. Kitchen. You want to recap your team? Oh yeah. You didn't get registered. I'm about it. to, here's the thing though. I'm about to draft a team based of what I've already learned in this draft right here. Wow. So you were oh, just wow. using us as your Guinea pigs, your lab. I just made, I just made a really bad final pick and I wish I could have that back. I just, I, I my best ball brain took over for a second. And yeah. I was like, Oh, you got to catch the falling ADP value there. No, terrible, terrible by me. But wow. Judy, you didn't, you didn't like Judy. that pick. No, I should have taken Michael Wilson. Oh, just because Is he Michael was Wilson like... back to being a thing, even with short King summer still rolling. <sighs> he he went to the yeah. bench. He went to the bench and then he started last game and he basically caught like the game winning first down on a hmm. sick play. So I think, I think and Michael I, Wilson's back. Yeah. And Davis, you know how much I like Michael Wilson, but also he did not look exactly fast on that. Like I was screaming for him. to. No, score, he, he two, two would have scored on that play. Yes, a hundred percent. I'm down on Tutu. This I, it's like we have swapped because I I am completely down with all the Tutu this week. Give me all the Tutu over over Puka. I think. Yeah. So let's um, as far as your back. your last your last picks. You got Judy uh, Tuttle. Got Zay Flowers, and then Pete goes Josh Downs. Man, slim pick. Stacking it up. Josh Downs. <laughs> 
Well, right here, is he going to have Minshew passing to him this week or no? He he's been he was good with in week one with uh, Richardson. Um, oh, you had to pair him with Richardson. Gotcha. Downs Downs has Downs has sixteen percent of the targets minimum in every game. He's got twenty five percent of the targets from Minshew. He's their only guy who can get open other than Pittman. He, he is. He, Short game. He's our generation's Tank Dell this week. He's week four Tank Dell. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll talk about receiver in in a second. Uh, Similar name to last week. Let's talk about running backs real quick. Kyron Williams, yay or nay? I mean, he does seem good, but at what I would expect him to be owned, given that, like, the thing about Kyron is he's really bad. He is not fast. He is not explosive. He's not even big. You know, he's like, 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 you know, if, if you're going to be slow, at least, at least be big. He literally played every single snap, did not get subbed out one time against the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and just put up the most mediocre stat line you could ever have asked for 10 for 38, two for 27 on seven targets. Like he is obviously fine, but I would put him more in the Josh Kelly bucket in terms of you're going to be way more mad when you flip over the cards and he's 38% owned and he stinks than someone you actually think can be efficient on the touches he gets, whether that be, I mean, even in terms of like shitty efficiency running backs, Miles Sanders is better. Like he's getting targeted and isn't very good, but he's more efficient than Kyron is. I'm, I'm, I'm put, I don't know what I'm going to do with Kyron yet, but I'm scared to play him into massive ownership. Well, he is better that, chalk than Josh Kelly, though. Yeah. Let's yes. just get that out there. Well, it's a yeah, it's a good game. It, it's hilarious that Zach Moss is opposite him in the same game because they're the Spider-Man meme. Exact same price, literally hundred percent yeah. of the work. And I I did the aren't you worried? Like Zach Moss sucks, Baltimore Ravens. And it like same. doesn't matter. It does not matter how good you are, what the matchup is. If you get a hundred percent of the touches on a non-Zach Wilson led offense, you're gonna be fantasy relevant. So I I, I think well, uh, except if you're Josh really Kelly, ones. except if you're Josh Kelly. Yeah, but didn't even Josh Kelly see it a little bit of work last week? I think I think uh, Isaiah Spiller played like nine snaps. Yeah, week three Spiller had 23 percent of the snaps. So like that is a difference from 100 percent. Did he get Zach any Boston touches, time. though? I think he got one target. Uh, there was yeah. a, a, a Josh Kelly tweet going around today. He uh, 24 pass blocking snaps, the most of any in the NFL uh, since mm. SIS started tracking it in a single game. Yeah, you've got, I mean, that's the thing, Tuttle, that we have to figure out, right? Is this mid-range running back this week? Because there, it seems like there are a million of them. I mean, hey, Josh Kelly, $5,300 against the Las Vegas Raiders. What's what, what's you, one more spin at the roulette wheel, David? There you Looks go. like Davis's Photoshop was better than I thought. Did you do this yourself? I did. Yeah, I just did the old. I did the old Apple preview. Uh, <laughs> it's they, way better and funnier than I even pictured it in my head. Uh, yeah, it's it's not bad. It's not bad. I used a great picture. Uh, no neck. Everything. Just the uh, that's that's prime. Kevin James right there. I loved that show, by the way. You loving that show is like the least surprising thing. You probably identified with that character. I do, 100%. Dave sitting down, 
to watch broadcast TV. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's eight o'clock at night. Dave's like, no, you know what I want to do? To it's relax? not his TV dinner. Watch. His frozen TV dinner. It's not even broadcast. It's like on-demand Hulu. Like, let's of all the things, I just want a cheap laugh right now. We love this love show. It. All right, um, I we need four more in this uh, this dog bowl. Kitchen, stop dog trying to Dave, pump the dog Dave, bowl. It's not even to be on screen. Stop. Stop. No, it will. <laughs> you, you gotta do it on you gotta do it on your own time, brother. There's no way you were no, gonna be able to host I this will show. give the results at the end of the show. Kitchen, right, you uh, are not capable of doing a draft and hosting this show at the same time. False. I, I wanna I, I once <laughs> I once drafted blindfolded on this show. It was your best Almost. show you've ever had. I exactly I would like to uh I would like to plant a flag early in the week. Uh, DeAndre Swift, whatever he's actually going to end up being owned is not enough. My guess is it settles oh, in kind of big that. jump there. Big leap. He'll settle. You, he'll settle in that ETN range. Like how ETN was last week, like 18 to 20%, kind of depending on your contest. I, I think that the, if you watch the game, the Gainwell stuff was very predictable in the sense if he came in for like the two minute drills and like the real quick stuff, but there literally cannot be any question that DeAndre he, Swift is the lead running we, back on that team. He might be the most chalk of the running backs, though, this week, Davis. No, Kyron. Can we get Kyron mad at Cardi? Be? I'm looking at his ceiling projections right now. These are running backs he has with a higher ceiling than Devon Achan, Raheem Mostert, and DeAndre Swift. Najee Harris, Jerome Ford, Rashad White, Damian yes. Pierce, Alexander Madison. Come on, well, Cardi. What does ceiling me, mean anymore? Let me let me let me take you behind the curtains here. Cardi has not looked at projections yet this week. This is just <laughs> whatever. <laughs> this is whatever oh, was ported over from last week. I, oh man, Rashad White was a yard away from scoring last week, but against this New Orleans at New Orleans, just hard pass there. Uh, I guess we're Jerome we're Ford, really feeling the yeah. effects of doing a first look show thirty minutes earlier, man. We can't. I mean, the projections we're dealing with these days. It's, it's rough. <laughs> if you yeah, if rough. you switch if you switch the tab over to RG NFL projections, someone has at least looked at the market shares there and gotten them a little bit okay. closer. Okay, uh, Dave, I I want to disagree with your point that Swift is going to be like stone chalk. Obviously, he will be owned, but there is Kyron Sanders, uh, Swift, White, Javante. Ford, Madison, uh, Mostert, A-Chain, Brian Robinson, and Zach Moss all within $400 of each other, and they're all projecting within like two or three points. So Swift Yeah, will, I mean, yes, that's what owns, I was saying. We have to figure out what we're doing with those, but I think that well, he's going to be the I just told chalk. you. I just put the flag in the ground. Okay. So you're saying don't even worry about those other guys. It is... It's well, Swift lineups for you. require a minimum of two and can actually have a surplus of three on DraftKings.com. Yeah. What I would like to ask one Mr. Tuttle, because he is going to be the most unbiased because he doesn't have bags yeah, like yeah, Peter no and I do. What what would you, Peter and I, would want to be jamming in Devin HN every yes. slate for the rest of the season? That That was a very good result for us on Sunday. As an unbiased observer, what is your opinion on his performance and how to project him moving forward. Let me bring up, well, I don't even know what the snap shares looked like. Um, well, watching, watching that game, while you looked that up, watching that game, it looked like a chant was getting all the stuff early and that Mostert got, he was getting stuff later. Unless, it's not exactly true because no, a I, I think 
Achan scored a touchdown before Mostert did, so that's not that's, what that's not exactly true. That's what I'm saying. But I think it's the reverse. I think I think his per- touchdown production was early, but his rushing production was late. Correct. I think you have it swallowed. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Well, I mean, he scored a 67 yard rushing touchdown in the fourth quarter. Right. Um. And so, like, I mean, he's gonna, be, in my opinion, he'll probably just be like uh, Jameer Gibbs. Oh, I see. I thought you were gonna say Naheem Hines, and I was about to be like, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> no, I'm, so we'll brutal. probably see like a, a Jameer Gibbs role for him. Would be my un- unbiased thoughts. Um, maybe yeah, like, people should here. watch some Mike McDaniel film of how to get Jameer Gibbs some more creative touches. Hey, but that, and, and that, and that could be your argument is that he's in a, yeah. a, a actual an offense that knows how to use him. So yes, maybe the role in terms of like snap share and touches might be similar, but they'll be more efficient. Because hey, Dan Campbell was not lying when he said that Jameer Gibbs was going to get the the most touches. He just didn't tell us that all the touches were going to become David Montgomery touches instead of good touches. Yeah. Pete. Yeah. Chain got uh, a- Reek. Reek went so- got the first deep pass, and then Chain got the next two touchdowns, and then. So like my first said- thought on Chain this week is that it was going to track what happened with Puka after Week One, where there is this natural skepticism to these rookies who way outperform expectations and people, the price goes up a little bit and people just don't want to buy it. Like even when I put out some stuff about tank Dell, I was getting all these mentions of like, Oh, it's too early to crown him. Like, Oh, like no one ever wants to admit that like, this could be the new reality here. And so if HN at 5,700 has a muted ownership, which be, I actually think could happen. Be, he won't be even 10% owned. If I right, and I think a, he's an awesome, day. awesome play, sub ten percent. I, I think that's a fair point because projections are never going to um, catch up to just one week sample, right? So, like Puka, you're not going to give him a thirty five percent target share after one week because there's right. not a big enough sample. Um, I mean, the the problem here though is like you would have to have his efficiency just off the charts, uh, which isn't going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, I don't have, but a it won't happen. Him. It won't happen most weeks, but it will happen some weeks, right? Like I, I don't know if you yeah, had to bet, you'd bet, you'd bet like three weeks for the rest of the season. He will have either you know eleven touches, three touchdowns, or like a long touchdown or something like that. But yeah, I mean, he seems like a classic guy you don't play into heavy ownership. Like let's say he smashes yeah. again this week, and he and in week five he's sixty three hundred, but like ever like you know, everyone wants to play him like, like Bob and Nancy are, are logging in to click Devin. So here's David. Nope. Don't. Nope. I got a point. Okay. I got a good one. Here's the curveball. I want to get this off the chest. Here's the kitchen is a monumental moment for this show. Yeah. It never happened. So what, what did we used to love about the dolphins offense other than they were great is it was just Tyreek and Waddle, right? Like it was so Mm -hmm. concentrated. What if, what if the curveball on this now is that they have too many mouths to feed? They have too many talented it's, players. Waddle, Waddle is the one who loses. If if you're right about this, it becomes Waddle becomes like Mike Williams instead of like just mini Tyreek. Here's the thing though: they scored 70 last week, and Durham Smythe had like two PPR points. Like it is, oh, it is so Everyone who yes. played Durham Smythe in cash, I hope you Davis enjoyed. Davis told me to round. play him. No, Davis I did not. Play him. Yes, no, you did. 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 
the super yeah, chat? No, one hundred percent. I told to I told Smite. everyone to play. I told everyone to play Dalton Kincaid, which also didn't work, but was still. More than <laughs> it, was, it, was better, it was a better tout retrospectively for sure. I I'm actually still proud I didn't play Durham Smythe because he ran seven routes. You you played you played yeah, a right a tackle. You could have just played a right tackle for twenty five hundred. You could have played Kyle Pitts and had the time of your life watching that game. <laughs> All right, yeah. oh, gosh. That was and that. Uh, wasn't that was that your pick or is that uh Karain's pick last week? It might have been Karain's pick. I forget. I gold star locked uh, Kyle Pitts on my show. That went well. Karain apologized to me twice last week for um basically downplaying the Kenneth Walker love that we gave him on this show. So let's uh yep. Yep, one publicly, one privately that Sal uh had to send me. So totally. all right, so let's uh Let's do a thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll service the audio listeners real quick. Um, ready? Miles Sanders. Thumbs down from Davis and, and Pete. And then Tuttle gives them the, the medium. Jerome Ford. Davis says yay. Pete says nay. Tuttle says yay. So I mean, there's on one of the, two ways actually, you can interpret him sucking against the Titans. One, you could say it's the Titans, or two, you could say Ford sucks. I, I am choosing to say it was about the Titans and not so much about him. Well, one thing I was going to say, my initial thumbs down, I mean, like, he he only had 55% of the snaps, 33% of the rush attempts there in week three, Pierre Strong, Kareem Hunt mixing in, but Kareem Hunt mispracticed today. So well, Also, uh, Pierre Strong been. was in there for the final two drives because they were up a billion points. He yeah. had not played that much earlier. Yeah, the, the thing, too, about Jerome Ford is you're probably going to pay like a slight touchdown ownership tax on what he okay. did last week that we, doesn't reflect his usage. So we can't get too much into the weeds because we we have – this is going to be a long show. We haven't got to wide receivers or building lineups yet. We have 11 minutes left of an hour-long show. No one has so, a hard out. No one has a hard okay. out. We're vibing. All right. All right. So <laughs> both these guys do. So um Raheem Mostert, yay or nay. This is old right, picks. So, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing A Chan. All right. And I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give a gross one just to see you guys' thoughts on this. Say James Khalil Connor. Herbert. Khalil oh. Herbert. That is I'm not even I'm not I'm literally not even raising my arm for that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then let's just play Roshan. Let's you want to make that. Let's uh, let's create a lineup real quick and then we'll get into wide receivers. Um, Tuttle, we'll start with you. And before you do that, um, I want to give out a underdog ticket to someone who actually left a podcast review. ZZ ZZ five eight nine says one of my favorite podcasts. Can also say it's one of, if not my favorite fantasy football podcast. Honestly, if you're new to this show, it might be a hard listen, <laughs> especially if you're a weird, crazy, serious fantasy football player, aka a D bag. These guys know their stuff, but also don't claim to act like they know everything that's going to happen in the most random sport in the world. Love the bits and all the fun. Keep it going for the short kings. Live a little, and please don't ever change this show. So, ZZZ Did you just give yourself a ticket, Kitchen? <laughs> no, no. I would have. I would have said something about the host if yeah. that was. Uh, if Dave, that was me. I will. I will give out a ticket to one person who responds to the uh, Soccer Dave Kevin James tweet. Just comment. Don't your go own. engagement farming with your ticket. Yeah, that is, that is cheap. 
that is right. cheap. I'll well, give one away to someone who buys so. my Fred Tech key. Comment, <laughs> comment your comment your underdog name underneath the Soccer Dave Kevin James, and I'll pick one of you. Jeez, uh, that is a new low for you, Davis. All right, um, let's let's start with you, Peter. All right, and by the way, we are going back to the 5K Challenge DoorDash and Clay Matthews Sunday football series this week. We uh, need to compete against Clay Matthews, who continues to trot out pretty horrendous lineups. I think we can get him. Um, let's let's go to my uh, my dog bowl pick. Let's, let's put in Anthony Richardson. Oh, okay. I love it. Assuming he's going to be playing. Yes, I will send out a global swap alert yes. if he doesn't play. Please, please. Honestly, very um, bizarre. In the concussion protocol, but at practice today. What does that even mean? I don't know. But um, if Jacoby Myers played last week, I think Anthony Richardson's fine this week. Davis? Um, A-chain. Ooh, okay. Correct the pronunciation, please. I just here's the thing. I started off the offseason calling him Devon Oshane, and I just I don't know. <laughs> I, that. I don't know. I don't know if I can get. I don't know if I can get to uh to a chan. Yeah. Uh, All right, Tuttle. Um, I'm running it back with with Dalton. Yes, yes, Tuttle. Gotta catch this one is, of these weeks, right? This yeah. is actually the week where he is both a leverage play and a good play. We're we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. All right, so Kincaid at tight end. Um, we need a running back and three receivers, so I can pretty much choose whoever I want at receiver. You know what? Let's um, let's go back. To, I know he's pricey, but let's go back to Devonte Adams. I just think he's like a jam. With Brian Hoyer what? at 8K. Aiden O'Connell, baby, let it fly. I, I, I wish it. it was. It sounds like it'd be Hoyer if it was. By far, by far the most confusing thing is that Dave knows zero ball and then also somehow loves Devontae Adams. That Dave that Dave arrives with no ball knowledge but knows ball enough to know that Devontae Adams is so You can't good. get credit for I knowing think... Devontae Adams is good at football. It's been a thing. He's for the like... best People receiver. He's behind freaking Garrett Wilson and St. Brown the whole offseason, so you do get credit. He was the wide We will never know the Garrett Wilson versus Devontae Adams running. Also, there's know. a little bit of narrative here. I, I think they're just going to continue at those post-game comments. I think they're going to continue to feed him the ball. So you, yeah. you think you um, think the guy who just had like 19 catches for 400 yards and two touchdowns? Yes, is gonna keep in the ball? you get a lot of targets again. Okay. Yes, good, good, All right, Pete. good. Um, this lineup needs a short king. Uh, yeah, let's do two, two. Love it. Wow, this is the best lineup we've ever made in the history of this show, which means it is just destined for getting beat by Clay Matthews. Yeah, we didn't even get a, a preface from... Uh, I like how know. no one has ownership projections yet except 2-2, two, two, where it's just like, short king summer, we know how this is going. It's short king summer, dude. <laughs> um, are the, the Giants are not on the main... Or, okay, never mind. I was going to try I was gonna try and go <laughs> full short king summer. I was going to try and put... I was going to try and put Wandale in there. Um, let's put in a defense just so we know what pricing we are working with. Looks like the... Ooh, who is going to be? Oh, I guess probably the Browns will be the chalk defense. Who's going to be the chalk? 
Browns. Colts or Browns are showing up the most early on. Eagles. If I think we Cardinals, go. I think Cardinals. If you want to go just dirt cheap and need that extra, few I like Cardinals defense. Yeah, um, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Cardinals one. defense. That's fine. Wait, why do we like this one? Other than it, they're cheap. Just it's cheap, and their defense has been actually pretty good. Their defense is actually like kind of good. Yeah. Brock Purdy has a meltdown pick six in him for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So we have. 6,233 remaining. Let's just play. I, I'm, I'm choosing Pollard as my selection. Pollard also my dog bowl 10th overall <laughs> pick. Davis Love picked him in the you. dog bowl too. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. All right. Um, is it my turn then? No. Or is it title? Did you have a pick? Title. My, I'll let you pick though if you want to uh, give me the salary range. Yeah, uh, like I was. Like to work. Yeah, I'll go receiver. I'm not going uh, Thielen or or Dale, even though Thielen. Ooh, that's a revenge game for him. Uh, I, I'm going to go George Pickens though. Oh, you were so close! You were so close to making a brilliant point. You were, you were gonna. I thought you were gonna take Nico instead of Dell as like the giga leverage, and you didn't quite get there. Robert no, Woods, but, come on now! No, come on. This, this leaves us. We have fifty-five hundred like, for a flex. Let's do let's let's do Javante Williams against the Chicago defense. Yeah. A little breakout party for Javante. Three RBs. Jeez, who are you guys? Yeah, seriously. They all catch passes. Just, we're good. Just... Here's here. I do just want to bring this up before I forget this point, and I want to bury it pretty deep in the show so no one hears it. But... <laughs> Come on, a two percent owned Josh Kelly for the Chargers against freaking Brian Hoyer led Raiders. Davis, do we need to replay all the <laughs> stuff you said about so Joshua bad. Kelly? I just I'm sitting there looking at a fifty five hundred dollar flex, and I'm like, I can already see into my future. I know I'm clicking Kelly in the, in the like the the big red zone or whatever. Like I just already know. Someone cut up you on the Gilcast talking about Kelly and then this. It was I mean I, I one of my most popular tweets of the year already was if I ever play Josh Kelly, send me to Siberia again. So I guess I need right. to buy Not, a nice winter coat. <laughs> Not Josh Kelly, but cheap receivers this week. You got Thielen forty five hundred, Tank Dell forty six hundred, so about a thousand dollars more than they were last week. Uh, and Josh Palmer. 4K. Yeah. One one step deeper. One step deeper. All right. Marvin Mims. You, you will you will learn no. You will you will earn you will earn your Sklansky bucks this week by playing Quentin Johnston. God, I hope you're right. I, I think it's I Gerald, will be, Gerald Everett's, I think, the, the Sklansky bucks. No, dude. Parham. Parham is the Sklansky play. He he ran his ran more routes in two of the games than than Everett. All right. We've now named every wide receiver and pass catcher on the, the Chargers <laughs> after Keenan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 you play 28% Keenan Allen, uh, and, and you just you live with it. Um <laughs> Other cheap receivers that you guys like this week? I, I just Davis, wanted to fact check because I knew it wasn't going to be true, but Parham has not run more routes in two of the three games this year. Was it just, just one, one of the three? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. I was here's, confusing here's where you Stone blame Leone. Blame Leone. I was confusing Thanks, Stone Smart's routes. Stone Smart has run more routes than Quentin Johnston through three games. My apologies. 
<laughs> stone smart. Stone smart at the stone minimum. With two T's. It's yeah. actually true, though. Like what I just said before, I made up and I knew I was making it up when I said it. It just sounded better than one of the three <laughs> games. But the stone smart one is actually true. Stone smart sounds like someone who would star in a best ball porno. <laughs> true. <laughs> I don't think the stone smart one is right either, to be honest. <laughs> No, the Stone Smart one is. We, no. Week one, okay, we Johnston, can't. 16 routes, Stone we Smart can't. three. Listen, we do not we, have time to fact week check, two, Davis. Stone Smart 11, Johnston nine. So there's one. We don't have time. Kitchen, on update show. us on what happened in the second round of your yeah. dog bowl qualifier. Yeah, yeah I drafted a Lave and then um, <laughs> with the second overall pick. And then Derrick Henry, Dan just stole Derrick Henry from me. Uh, and, you and Dan in a little uh, off-camera dog bowl. Love that for you guys. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go Debo dead with my third pick. All right, back to receivers though, cheap wide receivers. I like this take from from Eric Bime for it's a it's actually a premium pick. If you guys aren't signed up for the RG premium and want to, you know, want to have a chance at a million dollars like our last sub did uh, on Sunday. But DJ Shark, I think, is a pretty sharp call this week. If the three less routes, for sure. Three or three it, less it, targets. It is. And then also a lot of air yards. Getting back to full speed. Everyone's gonna be playing Thielen. And then also everyone's gonna be playing uh Josh Palmer. And so he's right. I just realized price. this is a revenge game for Thielen, too. The chalk is gonna be the slap. He said that CSU, CSU is gonna play him, and then he's gonna get there, and Ram's gonna be like, dude, sometimes it's more it's more mental, dude. Sometimes <laughs> it's more of an art. I'll never the Steve Smith revenge game was probably like the most tilted I've ever been in uh in DFS when that that the ball popped off the helmet and he caught it. Nothing, I mean, it's the worst. All right, I got a I got a wide receiver take. Is Puka actually going to be less owned than Atwell this week. For and sure. It sets up, and it sets up that you can get the guy with like 46 targets through three games at 18% or whatever. The, the $1,200 price gap is going to be pretty meaningful. Although I thought last week everyone was going to play Osborne over Addison and then Addison uh, got steamed super late. I thought it was bizarre that, that Osborne was so low owned. Yeah. But people watch Tutu price, look really good. Um, they're going to play him for the $1,200 savings. high price receivers that you guys like? This guy named Tyreek Hill. He's like pretty good. Um, Tuttle. Oh, man. That that tweet last week, I think it was an underdog tweet, actually, about the best corner covering the best receiver in Tyreek. Oh, the, the, the Sertan one? So that's uh, and then Enrique just you know immediately had that long touch. Well, underdog, underdog put out the tweet about about Patrick Sertan and what he's done in shadow coverage. He's allowed like thirty six yes. yards or whatever. But and I got shadowing him. Yeah, I got a theory question for Mister Tuttle 5 So last week, Tyreek was projected for straight up more points than Justin Jefferson, but everyone played Justin Jefferson because people liked that game. Uh, he, he, I think he ended up like twice his own as Tyreek and like the spy and stuff. Is it going to be the opposite this week where um, where Tyreek is in the game that everyone wants against Buffalo and they're actually both more expensive? Jefferson's 9,600, Tyreek's 92, where we actually will get a week this season where Justin Jefferson is not 30% owned in these contests. Could we see Jefferson like on 10% range? I, I, think, I think so. I think so. 
9,600 is a pretty high price tag. I, I do think everybody Very. will flock to, to Tyreek as well. And yeah. even Diggs wow. and Waddle too. Like everyone just is going to be horny for that game after watching, you know, everyone win millions of dollars stacking the chalk game last week. Yeah. I mean, it, it's Justin Jefferson. So it's, it's always tough to tell how the public's going to handle him, but like wouldn't be surprised 10 to 15% on him. It'll Reese also probably depend if we 30. get a, if we get a really smash value play too, that allows people to go studs and duds. Um, that'll mm-hmm. also funnel a little bit more there. Yeah. I don't know what I mean, that would be though. What's more of a smash value play than $5,300 Josh Kelly and, and uh, you know, $4,500 Adam oh, Thielen. Like, do they have red zone in Siberia? How are you going to even watch this game? I'll, I'll finally retire. You guys will just have to send me my check when my Tutu Atwell, Devin A. Chain, Short King Summer teams win in Week 17. Yeah. All right. Thielen, Chase, or A.J. Brown? All within $200. And not Thielen. I'm sorry. I said Thielen. I was like, <laughs> Keenan. Going Keenan. Give me, give, me, give me Chase. I mean, Chase is just Chase was just fancy Keenan Allen last week with how shitty Burrow looked. Okay, I'll go Keenan. I was gonna say, I think I think things might actually just be different for Keenan this year, though. I mean, it's just an absurd amount. At, of time. at age at age thirty two, it's actually different for Keenan. This 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 time, it's different. He's he's never he's never seen target usage like this. He's actually never shown this big of a ceiling before. And now you remove his one competition, main competition for targets. I don't know. No, no Eckler again, probably. I mean, what's what's his what's the floor for targets in this spot? Like ten. So before in his career, he's had three separate instances of 19 target games. He's got 12 career games with over 15 targets. Uh, it's true he has never had a 200-yard game before, but he has obviously had multiple two-touchdown games, multiple games with 150 yards. So I don't, I don't know if that's 100% true. Obviously, I get what you're saying. It does. I think the big difference would be Kellen Moore is his offensive coordinator now, but I do just feel like. My my take would be I'll probably just not always play the guy who's more expensive and coming off his greatest ever career game. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's wrong. Yeah, I, that's fair. But he also shouldn't be almost two thousand dollars cheaper than Justin Jefferson. <laughs> sure, gonna be pretty chalky though. Like pretty pretty chalky. Kitchen, you want to keep posting? uh my totally totally he does he totally wants to keep posting (laughs) no i i just froze um did tuttle give a take on the way did tuttle give a take on which one he wanted keenan okay all right um let's uh let's go tight end dalton kincaid that's all i got Okay. Okay. Here's the the stupidest lineup construction that you could do, but I'm gonna have to throw one in the melee just just for the hell of it. But Andrews. the uh, no, the Josh Allen double tight end stack. Whoa! Oh, yeah, love it. That fun. That's your terrible take. That is fun. I like it's that. It's kind of it's kind of fun. I just hope he gets four touchdowns. They get two each. Who cares who does the heavy lifting with the? It's yards. like the most untilting thing too. You just it does. You, you don't care. You, yeah, you just literally just vibe. Point. It's literally just vibes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Pitts. All right. 
reminder you guys have to give away a ticket if not we'll just uh check the comments i already did i already did i already got people commenting okay so make sure that what about someone who's commenting actually in the chat and not on your own tweet well how would they have gotten the idea dave it's cross-platform use your brain all right First person um, to, to to list their favorite UCL squad in the chat gets my ticket. <laughs> wow, Make that's nice a good one because there's like such a small subset of the audience that has one, anyways, and then a, another subset that doesn't know what UCL is. So people are googling furiously. Oh, there we go. We got yep. one. Uh, Sesk. All right. Oh, of course, his name is Sesk. He gets it. He, he's probably yep. he's probably Spanish. Uh, there we go. Arsenal. We we got a winner. Yeah, just yeah. put your username. Whoever needs the contact in the chat, just put your username in the chat, and so producer Sosa will will get there. Uh, Pete, any tight end takes from you? Man, um, it is it is gross this week. I do. I, I'm kind of like Davis in that I kind of want to just keep Martingaling Mark Andrews. I mean, down to fifty four hundred. Uh, Insane. In Dalton Schultz it, has been 5,400 before. Yeah. Uh, so that one looks nice to me uh, there as well. This feels like a spot where Hunter Henry could find himself in the end zone again. I know he struggled last week, but I think he's still, um, by necessity, going to be a very big part of that offense. Um, I also don't mind mm, – I don't know if I'm paying up for it, but if you're doing like the one-niner – in every lineup, George Kittle, I think uh, you could you could mess around with here against the Cardinals. Okay, uh, let me give my tight end terrible take. The only guy I'm going to recommend from the Titans, and that's Chig. Chig, Chig. like it. Just because they tried to get him a couple screens last week. Obviously, they got blown up. But I think they're going to just continue to try to get him the ball to make some plays. Because otherwise, I literally do not get toast. the point. What is the point of the 2023 Tennessee Titans? What are they trying to accomplish? What is the point? Second week was All I know fine. Is the Burrow, Burrow was Chase Chig stacks are going to make some some cash this week. All right. Um, I think that's. I think that wraps it up. I have and... a worse take than you, though. Real quick, David. Okay, give it. Sean Payton's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really? I have a, I have a <laughs> worse one. You guys, you, you guys want to get. The worst take in the history of this show. Point one percent. Point one percent owned. Julian Hill ran the third most routes on the Miami Dolphins. Was it because Smythe was hurt? No, Smythe played the whole game. Smythe played, and then they just stopped. Like he came out on the first series, and then there were multiple tweets about Smythe being injured out of that game. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe that was not. That was not. (laughs) the way that the data read to me, but it, it's certainly possible, but Julian Hill. All right. <laughs> Chris, Chris Diaz says Titans are the dynasty team that has convinced themselves. They are a contender that gets a ticket from me. So uh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in some yeah. leagues with soccer Dave where he's doing a good Tennessee Titans or had been doing a good Tennessee Titans impersonation. Uh, now he's full tanking. No, not full tanking. I drafted Puka last year, which immediately puts me into contender mode. My team is solid. All right. Um, let's, uh, I'm not let's wrap seeing this anything up. about a Durham Smythe injury. I, I'm doing some okay. Googling. We don't have there, to do any more Durham Smythe stuff. 
Which is, this is how I'm giving my ticket away. I'm not going to pump yeah. my own social media bags. I'm going to try to pump sure. the show's bags. Um, yeah. And th we, this is a ticket for this week's dog bowl, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So we'll have, I'll set like a, by tomorrow around this time. So 24 hours. So when the show's over, leave a comment with your best NFL player dog pun. So like Barcavius Mingo. All right. I got you off to the races. Whoever oh, has the best good. dog pun in the comments, I'll go through and scroll through those tomorrow and we will give out a ticket to who has the best. All right. Um, final thoughts, Tuttle. Um, Adam Troutman is the uh, terrible take of the week. Uh, bro, screw all these other guys that think he's too hurt to throw the ball to Jamar Chase. Burrow Chase, Chig Stacks for the dollars. Um, Fields, would the Troutman bring back? Is the other stack, the terrible stack. And the Josh Allen double tight end stack. I'm full of just terrible stacks. Today. You have You are having some of your greatest bad ideas right now. This is all good stuff. I appreciate um, it. Final thought, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin win someone a million dollars. And uh, I found one mention of a Durham Smythe injury for Mike McDaniel, but he said Durham Smythe is, quote, fine. <laughs> quote, fine. All right. All right, uh, Peter. If we're doing Millie Maker takes, Sean Payton comes to a senses. Marvin Mims and DJ Moore both in the winning Millie Maker lineup. Boom. Wow. All right. Special thanks to uh, to underdog for hooking us up with these tickets. It, it was a, it's a fun thought experiment, it, even earlier on this week, as far as who you like, who you don't like. I drafted Russ Pollard, Javante, Alave, Debo, and then Higby there as my tight end. Some might say Higby was an auto draft, but you cannot prove that. So, um, well, let's shout out think to that you would be possible to draft a yeah. team at host yeah. at the same time. You yeah. got it. You got it. <laughs> uh, so thanks to underdog, uh, live final in Miami, uh, for skip, their skip S with a hall of fame comment here. Can we, can we, uh, producer Sosa, can we get, can we get this pulled up every week? I think there's no way the show can possibly get better. <laughs> Every week, <I'm> right. <laughs> um, so underdog with the dog bowl and my final thought would be speaking of the dog, the big dog, shout out to Evan Silva. We love you, yeah. Evan. Um, going to drink some water for you. Hope you get to feeling better, bud. And this week it's going to be, the bears in honor of Silva and the, uh, the three little bears that uh, the stacks that he used to do back in the day here on the swole cast. So uh, love you, Silva get better quick so we can continue making fun of you. And on that, we will see everyone later. Have a great week Four. this has been the swole cast on rotogrinders.com. Peace.